Alright, you're listening to the Sound Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Drea Doll, aka Dre Wow. Dre Wow. AKA Dre Dizzle up in the Sister Sound Sister Studio here in Mesa, Arizona. I'm here with my lovely ladies. Say what's up, guys. Hey, I'm Angela Rose Red. Gabby Chaos. And to, tonight, today, this episode, we're going to be talking to our doctors from Everybody's Primary Care, who are my doctors, and they take very good care of me. Um, they're going to be answering our questions about health, diet, exercise, maybe some marijuana use. Um, they're also punk rock ladies, too, which makes them extra cool because they have tattoos. So anytime time I go in there, I don't feel as intimidated, um, you know, telling them what's going on with me. So you can be real. Yeah. yeah. The only th- yeah the only thing that raises up is in there is maybe the heart rate. Okay. Um, but, but uh yeah no they're they're great to work with I love both of them I'm so excited to talk to them and and see you know the kind of insight they have on being you know naturopathic doctors and band wives. Yeah, band wives. The band Creepsville. For sure, um, that's awesome. I mean, you brought up a really great point that there's so many times that I know we've talked in previous episodes where we kind of. We tell the truth-ish to our doctors. Right. So it'll be nice to really, really rap with someone and be like, look, dude, this is how I am. I'm still not tell telling me. the truth. <laughs> Kidding me. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> tell me how it is. <laughs> Definitely. Let's do around the table, around the room, you guys. Um, Angela, how was your weekend? What's going on with you? Um, I missed you guys' show, The Venomous Pinks, on Friday. Sorry, guys. No, but for real, I was really bummed out. I was really, really stoked and amped to go to the show. And I did the big mistake of taking a nap oh, before no. the show. We were all like, <laughs> me and Rico, we're all primed. Five o'clock, we're like, all right, we're just going to nap at hardcore. Because, you know, we actually mm-hmm. woke up early, domesticated that day, did a bunch of stuff. You know, and they were just like, you know, so we could feel fresh and really hang out with everyone. Let's just take a nap. And then we woke up like... <laughs> You guys were about to go on stage, and I was like, Ugh. and part of me, because I'm friends, and with so many of the bands there, I just was like, that would be so dick just to show up for, <laughs> for you guys, as much as I love you guys. Yeah, so I was I was pretty, pretty bummed, but after our launch of the site last week, it was crazy, crazy deadlines. I mean, there was yeah. literally one night where I was up 24 hours <laughs> editing photos and yeah. writing. But it wasn't it wasn't just the deadline. I get in these creative modes mm. where I'm like a zombie and it's and it kind of works for me. I don't know if it's delirious or <laughs> do you guys ever feel that way when you're writing art? Do you ever in the wee hours get inspiration and then you lose sleep and it works in your favor, or at least you think it does until you show it to the world and they're like, what the fuck was this? It used to. Well, I was running three to four hours of sleep before the launch and that was that yes. was brutal waking yeah. up early. So I yeah. did not like that, falling asleep <laughs> at my desk. Yeah. But no, that was all you guys. I was yeah. blissfully asleep in my bed. All I thought to do is <laughs> just talk through the episodes. Mascara. Give us some punctuation notes, you know. But I uh, hope, hope you guys have checked through some of the articles. I know we got some great features for different uh, photographers and artists. Mm-hmm. And more on the way. This is going to be uh, uh, updated on a frequent basis. So keep checking back. Faux show. How was the show, though, guys? I heard it went off. It was a really good awesome. turnout. Yeah? Um, for local in the summer? 
right? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I felt like it was good. Um, there was so <laughs> story time. Uh-oh. Story time. Story time. <laughs> Damn it. Do I have yeah. to cut a bitch? No, no, no. Nothing like that. Um, okay. You know, I'm not drinking right now because the whole diabetes thing and just trying to get my health back on track. Okay. And um, so, honestly, this was my first time being out, like actually going to a show. And granted, it being my own show, you know, <laughs> being in a band, everybody wants to buy you a drink. You, you know, you want a shot, mm-hmm. you want a beer. Do you need anything? I got you. I'm like, I appreciate you. I love you. But you know what? I'm okay. I'm good. I'm drinking water. Like, I'm good. Right. That being said, like, towards, you know, we're, I, we booked the show, so we have to stay there and make sure that we everybody gets paid. Um, everything take goes okay. We have to take care of everybody. Right. Make sure we're okay. You know, but at, at that point in the night, everybody is very drunk. And when you maybe are... it's good that I didn't go because yeah. this would have been a very awkward segment. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been one of those first. God damn it, Angela! You were very drunk, and I'm calling you out on the podcast right now. I love your band. I love your band. I was drunk earlier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it's just one of those things where, you know, being very sober and then having to deal with very drunk fans and trying to not be a dick, you know? Right. <laughs> Finding that balance of not being an asshole, yeah. um, but still trying to be cool. And honestly, you know, me and Gabby were the last ones there, and okay. we were trying to figure out numbers, like, wanted to make sure we got everybody got paid okay. And they, I don't know, man. There was just this one guy that just would not let up. He wanted to take picture after picture, which is fine, you know. But the part that I started to get irritated with is when he start, actually started grabbing me mm, to yeah. get my attention. And it finally had to be <laughs> Didn't like, we just have an episode on grabbing? Uh, I think we did. Yeah. Did we not learn the moral? Yeah. yeah. I don't think you heard it. Yeah, I don't think you tuned in for that one. Um, we do have five loyal listeners and growing. <laughs> You, sir, need to become the sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just kind of a test of patience, if you would say. Gabby, were you drinking? Uh, I had four beers throughout the whole night. Okay. But spread out over time. Spread out, you know. know? So I was was sober. I was fine. Right. But I also saw that view of, it's like, is this how drunk people are all the fucking time? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I know we've talked about this on other podcasts. Like when I've, other episodes, I mean, I've. Uh, that's one of the main reasons that I started taking concert photography is right. so I ha- it's kind of my shield right. so yeah. and it's also I'm awkward to talk to you right now sober <laughs> I'm just gonna go you know and yeah. I mean that's 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 definitely a different perspective mm-hmm. when you, when you're in the mix with everyone else and it's like I'm sorry if I was that drunk person back then because it fucking sucks <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but you know but, you I know. mean friendly drunks are great yeah, we understand yeah. everyone's having a good time it's just I think personal bubble again yeah that was... again that damn personal bubble we man gotta remember that man stay oh, in man. the bubble I mean we <laughs> just talk... stay in there and we've <laughs> talked about when we've done that when we fangirled out we're like Ooh, went into the bubble mm. sorry about that <laughs> But the fucked up part was is we were sober. Right. <laughs> I just fucking love you. Right. Love you. No. Oh, it was a good show. All the bands were great. Um, nice. We made some good money for the Friends for Life nonprofit, which I Fola. graciously donated today on the website. That's um, awesome. 
um, we're thinking we might do a, a show around December time, but mostly focusing on, okay, instead of donating your money, how about let's bring a dog bed, mm. cat litter. Oh, I blankets, love that. Dogs, toys. toys. So treats. it's like a drive. Right? Yeah. But yeah. only for, 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 furs, yeah. for, for friends. For friends. For, yeah, I yeah. love that. So, yeah. Oh, that's but that's in still in the works. I know it's Barnabas is going to want to donate some toys, toys, supplies right. for them. Oh, yeah. that'd be good. Barnabas has a big heart. Oh. That's my dog, for those of you who haven't listened <laughs> to other episodes. A big heart with a big shark. <laughs> Got plenty of them. Um, uh, love you, buddy. baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we had a good weekend. Everybody's good. Yeah, I was with you the whole time. I know. Drabby was together all weekend. I know. Yeah. And I was like, I We're forgot together. that Hell City was Saturday too. And yeah. I was like, fuck, man. Part of my posse is, uh, you know out there and I'm not and I slept I'm not gonna lie I got the most <laughs> sleep of my life I really oh. earned it man yeah, dude, dude you worked your you worked you to the did. bone like you deserved it like you didn't sleep for a whole fucking day to get yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then I had countless late nights too yeah. on top of that but it was worth Clearly. it it's all for the art and Right. It's for the love of art, man. And music. (laughs) No, the Hell City Tattoo Convention went off too. We had a good good crowd. Yeah. Um lots of amazing artists were there. It's so cool to see just you know the one thing about this convention is that they it's not just a tattoo convention, but they also implement like painting, live art. So we have artists there actually like painting. Um we have tattoo artists actually tattooing on those fake hands and fake yeah, you know right, yeah. arms the prosthetics limbs. you know stuff like that there's yeah. tattoo contests really cool they also do um they do like discussions i think they had a sexual harassment discussion oh, on did, yeah. tattoo maybe mr bubble like should have listened you probably should have been there <laughs> uh, just thrown out there it was cool we got to open up for a freak show and they were really good uh, oh we're talking like laying on a nail of beds freak was that show. cutthroat Freak show? Is it them? No, it's a different one. It's Some a different one. one. They were all it? girls. It was rad. I it was um, we should have them on. We should. That's awesome. Yeah, no, they were great. Um, total, like I said, nail laying on nails of beds, pulling razors, like <laughs> really cool. Just really, really cool. And then uh, the, the act after that was uh, some aerial acts where they actually yeah. put together a acrobatic. Oh cage thing and and she was dangling on the hoop and then another one dangled on a chair and pulled razors out of her mouth like they they, these girls were just rad and uh like what else you got in there yeah (laughs) (laughs) um the one thing i did notice about this year's festival is it was very female fronted all the bands that played this year were female fronted all the artists that performed were female focused and fronted which i thought was really cool and the uh, the owner, not the owner, but one of the operators named Tony, he was like, did you notice I booked all girl bands this year? I'm like, yeah, dude, that's amazing. Like, he's like, a conscious he's effort. Wanted to, he, yeah, he wanted to do something different this year, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, on another note, you know, we met uh, Servana Fox. Saw our, that. Uh, she's so, so cool. jelly. <laughs> it was so jelly. Uh, and uh, I was like, I'm a sound sister. <laughs> Am I kind of cool? Do I know you by association? 
Oh man, she was great. She super was so nice. nice and super humble. And right. We just, you know, shot the shit yeah. with her about falling on stage, and <laughs> yeah. she has a British accent, so like made it. I mean, a hundred times better yeah. talking to her. Like, yes. <laughs> Did you just kept asking her to repeat things over and over again? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Can you all repeat that, please? She, she just started a conversation with us, and we're That's just so shooting great. the shit, and then yeah, yeah. falling and on her asses, and yeah, our That's faces. cool. <laughs> so she approached you guys. Well, we just, went, we saw yeah. her, and we we were like, hey, how's it going? You know, blah blah blah. And then she actually like engaged in conversation with right. us and wasn't very like dismissive. You know what I mean? Right. She's super humble about like, it, which I appreciate it. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't like, hurry up, let's take a fucking picture and move along. Like she was, she was rad. Nice. So, that was awesome. Yeah, I've always loved Hell City. I remember mm-hmm. going last year, and it's definitely, a, you know, just more of an event per se, more of a celebration of all mm-hmm. types of uniqueness. And I always, you know, am an advocate of that. And it's interesting to see how much tattoo conventions have changed over the years. I mean, I just remember back, you know, my early 20s, you know, hanging out with a couple of my tattoo friends, tattooer friends, and it was just what it was, a bunch of tattooers, which that's what it should be, right, primarily. It should be right. about the tattooing and the art in the community, but it's grown so much, and, and that's so cool to see it's well-diverse and just they're thinking outside the box there. So right. good on you guys. Yeah. You guys played – this isn't your first Hell City. This is your second, right? The, yeah. yeah, I think we played it four years ago. So how was the difference Three, between – Yeah, you guys hmm. did – yeah, you did a few years ago. Yeah. So what's – the main difference besides the all female fronted acts that you see within that event developing mm. i would i don't know it's a bigger crowd yeah for us yeah. we got to play on saturday and yeah. the first time we played was sunday and uh we oh. just had a bigger crowd and it was right. great um people knew you were there people so. knew we right. were there and they, actually, cool. they were like whoa like you guys had a good crowd like people weren't sticking around for the first band on the first night i'm like well that kind of sucks, but that's that's <laughs> sorry, great for us. Cool. <laughs> sorry, first that's band. Cool. <laughs> I would have been there if I wasn't asleep. <laughs> there was a lot of free stickers. Oh, hey, I'm always game for free stickers, right? Right. You always find something to cover up. But do you guys ever do that where you're like, I'm going to keep this for something really, really special. And then years go by. And this shit doesn't even stick when you finally find that one piece <laughs> to perfectly showcase yeah. that, that, that unique... <laughs> run of a sticker or is that just my own geekness that you're, I just hoard and just okay I mean we know this this is why I'm on this is I represent the geeks what up <laughs> that's alright dude I find stickers maybe like five years from five years ago and I'm like oh yeah I saved this for something and I never dude you bought a Sasquatch sticker what you I do with did. That one? Um, <laughs> okay, so there was there's an artist here in town called Miss Kitty who tattoos at a, a Golden Rule Golden Rule tattoo with Jason okay. from where it goes there. I'm gonna throw that in there. That's a throwback. If you're from Arizona, you might remember them. They were a rad hardcore band, but uh, she tattoos there. Her name's Miss Kitty. You have to look up her work, dude. Seriously, um, awesome. we're, nice. we're talking like UFOs, like like sucking up donuts. And cats um, and hot dogs. Simpsons. Did they Simpsons. hide in you guys' dreams? <laughs> for those of yeah. you, for those listeners that don't know, Drea and Gat, they're obsessed with like UFOs. I mean, I'm 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 obsessed with the unknown as well. So much so that it freaks me out. But I like more more ghost trippy things. That's why I like to go yeah. into like abandoned buildings. I right. don't break in. I just enter. Right. For those, for the record, I just enter. 
Baby, was that a Hindu under? Or? Oh. Suddenly shit just got weird. Oh, well. But no, seriously, go check out Miss Kitty's artwork. She's got Sorry, a. Sorry, Miss Kitty. <laughs> Does Sasquatch tattoos, UFOs, Simpsons inspired yeah. tattoos. It's totally rad. And I did buy some Sasquatch uh, stickers. So I do need to figure out a rad place to stick them because they are awesome. Say Sasquatch three times fast. Uh, I don't know, man. Sasquatch, Sasquatch, Sasquatch. Sassy. Sassy. Very cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's let's move into our our punk rock news and music segment here. Uh, We're going to kick it off with a touchback from our, I think it was last episode, we talked about Aretha Franklin. Unfortunately, she did pass away at the age of 76. Um, I believe it was from cancer. Yes, Did they yeah. confirm it was cancer? Yes, yes. Well, yeah. Um, like I said last episode, you know, just just a legend in her time, man. Like something, you know, we should be feel fortunate that we got to experience that, and you know, be be uh, grateful for those tunes she gave us. Cause for sure, goddamn dude, mm-hmm. she could sing. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, like you said, just the time period and what she did, not only just for you know women's live, but just you know different different cultures just being a icon in itself it's really cool to be able to say that you lived alongside some of your heroes yeah even if you never met them you no. were you were on this earth at one point in time with aretha franklin and that is an amazing thing absolutely um so rest in peace aretha we're we're gonna miss uh, your talent and Hopefully we'll see you in the next journey yes. up in the big sky in that big concert. Dude, yeah, there's some awesome music going on, I'm so sure. Definitely. Let's go out to family and friends. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk about Suicidal Tendencies. They released a song today called It's Always Something. The track is off their upcoming album called Still Psychopunk After All These Years, which will be out on their upcoming albums, released on September 7, 2008. Uh, did you guys check out the YouTube video today? I did. I, I did. Thoughts? But- artwork is sick Sam, it's samurai guinea pig that's a, yeah that's our artist name samurai guinea pig um but the name <laughs> there's yeah. actually a little bit of backstory that i found oh. out in that yeah i guess he originally started out just doing fun cheeky stuff with like movie posters and imposing stock footage of guinea pigs and people actually <laughs> dug it really? yeah yeah the, okay so let's what? yeah for real so okay. then people liked it and then and then he just kind of i think just harnessed that guinea pig of a name and decided we're gonna roll with that and uh he's a graphic artist on top of everything else so oh, wow yeah okay. but what he did in the video which was really cool is he had some sick sick airbrushing which is super hard to control dude like, he made it look so easy i know and yeah. i i guess he um from his social media pages it looks like he did that back in March over a three-day time span, yeah, wow. which is insane. I mean, I can't even. I can't. I just can't even. I don't. <laughs> uh, if you do get a chance, check it out on YouTube. It's seriously, some sick graphics. So sick, bro. So sick, bro. <laughs> no, definitely go and like. Uh, <laughs> I can't take you anywhere. No, no definitely bra. like uh, Samurai Guinea Pigs uh, Facebook, Instagram, because he's definitely putting out lots of different things and other kinds of bands too. He's doing a lot of stuff with social um, suicidal tendencies. So okay, yeah. Got a lot of well, if we can things. get him on the show, that would be rad. 
I'm on get it. On it get on it. Get on it. Next on the list here, we got uh, Get Dead announced they're recording new material. Their last release was 2016 on Fat Records. Um, are we going to go there or no? No, not today. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Our buddy's uh, 30 Zero new album drops on October 5th. They're calling it Persona Non Grata. Um, you guys know what that means? Uh, I know the first word, but I don't know what. It's when you're banned from another country, so it's an international nice. term. Something in there might be something about walls and how our, st- our country's being run right now. Hmm. Maybe a fire was lit in Jason's heart about immigration. I don't know. Yeah, especially hmm. being, you know, from an from Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. Right Definitely in our backyard. <laughs> um, this one was recorded at the Blasting Room, which we talked about one day. last episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, bucket list right there. We love you, Bill Stevenson. Yeah. Um, and finally, but not last, uh, some local, local news. The Limit Club's going to be releasing their CD album called Kid Bitchin' on September 15th. And they're going to be in the studio September 10th. So we're going to get a chance to talk to them. Find out what inspired the record, who wrote most of the record, all that good stuff, where they recorded it. We'll have Miranda here. Cool. Get that in. She's never been here. She's never been to your house? No. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, for those of you who don't know, Miranda's in the Venomous Peaks and the Limit Club. (laughs) Not a lot of people come here. Yeah. It's a fort. Thanks. You do kind of have a fort. I do. It is. (laughs) Well, when you live next to a drug dealer, yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. That explains the electric gate. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's fucking crazy hardcore. Dude, I see shit. some of the fucking trippiest people pull up. Uh, like bet. Fridays, it's usually like the the girl with the super high skirt and like all <laughs> ready to go party, and I'm just fucking laughing on the window. And Miss Scottsdale coming yeah. through. Yeah. So. Banging out lines <laughs> in the club. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that note, let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs> What not to do with what, your health. What not to do and what better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that time was and not me. <laughs> speaking of lines. Speaking of what not to do, we've got our doctors in the house from everybody's primary care. Give it up for Dr. Trisha and Dr. Star. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Well, hello, ladies. <laughs> hello, <for> nurse. <laughs> She's been waiting to say that all day. Uh, <laughs> yes. Don't tell my all secrets. Right. I only practiced that a few times. Nailed yeah. it. Uh, so, how, so what made you guys decide to become naturopathic doctors? Let's hear a little bit about your journey. Um, well, I'm actually a political science major. Oh. No, and that's where I left it. I'm pretending the rest of the time. <laughs> no. Um, so I was definitely, yeah, right? It took me, it was a long journey. It took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I started in Atlanta following some uh, chiropractics or chiropractors in their practice, um, finding that alternative healing, finding naturopathic medicine, being able to do so much more with it than just physical adjustments or just prescriptions. We have so many tools in our tool belt, so oh, that's kind of, and you can't beat these weather, uh, these winters in Arizona, for sure. Yeah. 
Yep. yep. So how about you? Um, I think my journey's a little different. My mom had breast cancer when I was going through undergrad, and I just didn't like the way the, I guess you could say Western medicine was taking care of her. And sure. so I always felt like there's got to be a better way. There's got to be something, you know, healthier, more natural. And I think being from New Mexico, you get a lot of like that medicine woman kind of vibe. And for sure. So it was just a natural instinct for me to want to be in the medical field. It was just kind of hard to find my niche. Like, for instance, um, I didn't want to work at a hospital and just be there for after the fact matter. And I didn't want to work at like urgent cares because you one and done. You're lucky if you see people twice, you know, unless they're repeats and that's a different story. But um, it was nice because I was living here. I graduated from ASU and then I found out that there was a naturopathic school here already because mm-hmm. there's not very many. There's probably five in the whole world. So we were super fortunate that there's one here. And so I already lived here anyways and I wasn't and I had a house so the idea of selling a house and moving to another state for like a pipe dream was kind of weird and so um, I applied and then I had some prereqs to do on top of the bachelor's on top of everything else and then did it and then yeah it was pretty cool it was gnarly though it was a massive four-year project wow I mean inspirational so it's worth it I mean now I look at like the student loans and I'm like no it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) but it was was. Well, I actually, many, many years ago, I was a licensed massage therapist, and I got my schooling done at Sweeha, Southwest yes. Institute of Healing Arts. Woo-hoo. Thought maybe you guys would know. If I'm, oh, yeah. I'm no longer in that field, but I still, I still like respect it so much, and yeah. um, it's such a touchstone that it's really great. It's like an old friend you can always go back to. So I'm really curious on you guys' insights specifically into the type of medicine and different practices you support. So cool, great. awesome, yeah, yes. Yeah. How'd you guys meet? Because I've known you both for oh, a while, yeah. and I really don't know. How did oh, you guys meet? Oh, um, in school. Okay. I, um, she was in a class ahead of me, and so I didn't know her personally, actually. And then mm-hmm. I remember we were in, like, the middle of the first year, and my first year there, and I was like, ooh, who's that new girl? And then <laughs> uh, her and a friend of mine, Carly, at the time, would sit together. And I knew Carly, and Carly was cool. And I was already hanging out with my kind of group of friends, but then – our friend, our mutual friend, Lauren, she's like had this crazy party, went down to Salt River tubing. And so I got to actually hang out with her. We just didn't give each other dirty looks from behind, but. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't a we, dirty looks. <laughs> I love it. She's like, I'm fine. I have no looks. Bitch, I don't know what your problem is. Oh, and as Why much as I'd like to. Take <laughs> I think I gave her dirty looks because the only way I could even admit to people that we were friends because they were like, I don't know who she is. I'm like, she's the one that walks around with this scowl on her face and she's really tall. And they're like, oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I had to do it for everybody else. Cause just to send them back. Yeah. I was All like, right, I got you. <laughs> Mine's just perma. <laughs> oh, just so we forgot to introduce you guys individually oh, for the yes. listeners. So everyone More, knows yeah. whose voice is what. So, okay. And you are the I'm, hater but lover. Yes. Now, right? Aider Lover. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Dr. Aider Lover. I love it. Uh, no, I'm Dr. Estrella Sandoval Becker, and um, yep, met Trisha at school. Yep. Yeah. I'm Dr. Trisha Lato. <laughs> love it. Doctors. Doctors. And they have tattoos, guys. Yeah. They speak our language. learning, <laughs> doctors. Yes, that's great. So what are you guys' standpoints on modern-day medicine? Do you guys typically like to work with every, um, the, not every day, I want to say traditional practitioners? Do you feel that your 
practice enhances what they do and a lot of times replaces or what is that dynamic how does that look like for listeners that really have never been to a naturopathic doctor so an md or an allopath is how we call them so there were allo- they're allopaths we're naturopaths there's osteopaths so everybody has their field that they specialize in allopathic and yes and <laughs> down their path <laughs> and um, their path is allo- allopathy which is prescription medication that's their tool and being a naturopath we not only have the tools that they have we have nutrition we have physical manipulation homeopathy, hydrotherapy, acupuncture, uh, botanical medicine. Uh, am I forgetting anything? Those are highlights. <laughs> yeah, just, just the high points at that point. And um, it, so we can work in conjunction with allopathic medicine. Mm-hmm. So they may take this body and look at it at individual systems. They have you seeing a pulmonologist, a nephrologist, your ear, nose, and throat doctor. You know, And we look at the body as a whole. We treat the person as a whole, and we are able to take all the parts that they're looking at individually and put them together as a whole and make a full picture, because you are a whole picture. So we want to work with you all together. That is beautiful. Science. That's beautiful. That's great. So it is. is. I love it. I know when I. I love it. So when I was an LMT, I noticed there was a lot of people that were just giving me flack, like, "Oh, you massage people, right? You Julia Roberts them, I'm sure." Like, I got a lot of weird looks from people. Wait, what? You know, pretty woman. Yeah, no, there was like a big talk about people thinking, "No, no, if you tell people you're a licensed massage therapist, immediately, like, especially they're like, oh, rub and tug." Yeah, and it's like I went to legitimate school. I did over a thousand hours worth of training yes. oh yeah I know it's yes. completely different than what you no, guys do but, but but I mean do you guys ever go oh you know do you ever get that plaque like oh you oh, guys are real doctors yeah. oh yeah. you're not real doctors or you're quack doctors mm-hmm. all the time <laughs> yeah. all the time or like natural path what does that do it's just like so it's already a negative thing because it's so different but really it's just a fancy word for primary care we're already doing all those things but that's the other part of it too is the um I guess, responsibility of the own person to take, you know what I mean? Because they have to want to be committed to wanting to see it differently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get very close-minded people, big yeah, time. For sure. Mm-hmm. Wait, can we touch back on Julia Roberts? Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. I don't know, it was the first thing that popped in my head. No, but seriously, th- no, she there wasn't was- a massage therapist. She wasn't, she oh. wasn't. No, but That's we actually, there was talks, <laughs> there was talks like when we were going through school that there yeah. were, not not that I have anything against the ladies of the night. I mean, we had Shane right. on there, and they talk yeah. about the ladies of the night, mm-hmm. and yes. everyone has their own thing. Right. But there yeah. was always this misconception because there were some that would come in so they can get the license, and oh. it was more, like, legal for them to have oh. some okay. sort of, like, yeah. certification. Yeah, happy endings. Yeah, happy endings. <laughs> like, you know, just... Oh. No, I'm serious. <laughs> like, I, I, it, was, it was really frustrating sometimes okay. because, I, I mean, I... Did a lot of work for what you know yeah, going to school. That so. is, mm-hmm. but I mean time. that's not an <laughs> you know an actual doctor or anything. You know that's amazing what you guys have accomplished. So I can only imagine you know what. But it's great because it gives you an opportunity to educate people, right? Oh, totally. That's yeah. One of our main concepts is docere, <laughs> which is doctor is teacher. <laughs> so do you have any specific story in mind where you kind of showed someone up when they I don't know. They, they weren't believers and you turned it around for them or they turned it around for themselves, right? I mean, I think every day my whole goal is to, I call them my 180s. And especially if someone just comes to me negative, I just, my whole goal is just to figure out their language and what they want so I can turn the conversation around. So it's not like you're 
asking them to, I don't know, you always have to make it seem like it's their idea for your change. Mm -hmm. And that's the best way I can say it. I don't like to put someone in their place and, ooh, burn, show you, because then they don't learn, and then they're going to hate you even more. Um, so for me, it's usually just like Dr. T was saying, it's dosiera. You have to teach people and in a kind way because if, they're, if they leave that conversation feeling better about themselves, they might go home and think about it or they'll go tell somebody else or they'll go tell somebody else. So I'm happier to change their lives in whatever five minutes I can get so it leaves on a good note. But I don't like to put people down or show them that I'm better than other doctors or any of that matter because we get that enough. I don't like to reflect back like that. Oh, I love love that Mm -mm. that's great lead with positivity oh yeah for sure yes ma'am okay (laughs) (laughs) i want to talk about music stuff yeah yeah yeah. well yes you um you go ahead and should we switch yeah let's 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 switch it up i got some more i got i got a whole list of of stuff for you but yeah all right um so you guys are mostly you know around the punk scene psychobilly scene um were you always into punk? Like, what did you grow up listening to? Were you metalheads? You, or did you listen you to that uh, hip hop? Like, let's go through her list first. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Come on. Come so, on. So I grew up in the country in a village of 900 people. We didn't have like we had a couple radio stations. I mostly listened to the radio poorly. Um, a lot of oldies for me. A lot of doo-wop. Um, 60s and 70s um, was my jam. I loved it. Um, and I didn't get into punk until I met my partner through Star. And um, he really introduced me into, like, opened my eyes to more than, I, I maybe knew some songs and I had heard them, but I I did not have my eyes open to as much as I've seen now. And I really have enjoyed it. I really like all types of music, but yeah, yeah it's oh. been a lot of fun. Okay, cool. You woke. Yeah. She yeah, he woke you. Yeah. Yeah. He woke you. Yeah. He was like, Girl, I got sure. some I got some Ramones for you. Listen to this. Yeah. Well, you, was it like that? Or like, well, I, like I actually that, like or the room. Like, I okay. actually like the Ramones. I like I was <laughs> damn him. Um I, I definitely like the older uh, punk and the yeah. uh, English rock and English punk and things, but then I didn't realize genres and uh, how broad mm. this, the this punk the rock whole spectrum scene can be. Is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, so. it sounds like you had the foundation already. Yeah. I mean, I someone that decides yeah. I'm going to do alternative medicine. I mean, that's punk rock in itself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going against the grain. You're doing mm. your own thing, thinking of something different, and that's. I mean, it sounds like you had that mindset. There's many people that are punk rockers and don't know it, you know. Or there's some cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) About you. Um, For me, it was a little different. My older sister was a headbanger, so I grew up total 80s, like... I mean, I idolized Motley Crue growing up, so yeah, that was already my niche. But I grew up with all boys that were my age. My sister was a lot older, and they all were like punk rockers, mm-hmm. skaters, suicidal tendencies. Like they're, in fact, even Iron Maiden. They got a little bit more heavier than just like the glam metal stuff. And so I had already had that. But then, being in the '90s and being a teenage girl, you know, as you're growing up, you had like that '90s rock, that girl rock that came out. And so then I got super '90s out, like grunge crazy. And then, I don't know, the 2000s just sucked for music. So I think I just slowly went back to, like, <laughs> what I was growing up with. And that was just, like, punk and 80s rock. So You're ready kind of the stayed there. Next wave. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. It's not new wave. It's next wave. There yeah. we go. <laughs> yes. I like that. Uh, next wave. Um, what was your first concert? Uh, 
Elton John when I was 14. Wow. That's badass. Nice. nice. My parents won tickets from the radio, so we got to go. Yeah. Left out. That's rad. That's exciting. You got reception and you got to win tickets, right? Yeah. That was at my dad's house. I lived with my mom, so. Yeah. That was pretty lucky. Yeah. Yeah. The one you were describing. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, I'm only saying that because I'm a city girl, but I also part-time up in Heber, which consists of small towns. So I I can only say that from one partial small town girl to the other. Yes. You have my heart. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I went to suicidal tendencies with my older sister, which was cool. But if we're counting, that was your first concert. We oh, did yeah. not plan yeah. this. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, um, no, no I'm not, not kidding. Plan. No, because her husband was, or boyfriend at the time was in a band, and so they opened up for them. And so I was just back background. <laughs> but if you count the womb, I'm pretty sure my mom went to a lot of concerts, and she said she definitely took me to her heart concert. So oh, was rocking out in there. That's so yep. cool. What was your I'm down for the heart. Okay, so my first official concert was No Doubt Tragic Kingdom Tour. Really? Yeah, and it was great. And you know what's crazy is my little, um, well, at the time, the littlest version of my husband was also there, too. We obviously didn't know each other at the time. But followed up by, I did see Authority Zero, you know, in the Nile basement because I worked at Burroughs Pizza. I knew all those guys. They all worked there. Actually, no. They knew my best friend who was hot, and I was the dorky counter girl that they had no idea who I was. But it was cool nonetheless. But I went there, and then, um, yeah, so I can go on. But another, yeah. 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 I don't know. Mesa, like, from here. So, But another cool one that follows up there was definitely I saw um, – I saw Rage Against the Machine, but a little band called the Foo Fighters opened for them. No one knew. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's the drummer from Nirvana. That's how old mm-hmm. it was. So those are just some glimpses into my early I mean, that's concerts. pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I didn't, I didn't do any sort of partying or anything, but my parents thought I was, like, a good kid. And so they're like, all right, you can... You, you go to these concerts. Yeah, you, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can go to concerts and stuff. I had, a, I had some good crew guy friends that watched out for me so it was pretty good nice. but I didn't go to I didn't start going to shows until high school yeah mm-hmm. how about you uh my first concert I think was uh Blue Oyster Cult and Three Dog Night and it was because they played the Ostrich Festival and I was probably at least six or seven that's so cool um <laughs> like I was telling like the last episode we were talking about you know growing up poor and being Mexican and like mm-hmm. that was the thing is like my dad would take us to the Ostrich f- Festival every year uh, Friday nights you know and they would always have live music but they, but they would bring in like bigger bands like that yeah. so it was like Blue Oyster Cult that's so which, cool I'm like fuck yeah that More was my cowbell. first concert yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I got a fever yeah. sorry uh, Miss Gabby um, I won tickets on the radio back when the edge used to still be around. It was maybe 14, 15. Yeah, thrice, thrice. I can't even pronounce it. I'm so Mexican. Thrice, thrice, thrice. thrice. Yeah, thrice. but I didn't know who the fuck they were. So me and my brother go like front and center. Oh, and yeah, we got you smashed. Fuck shit up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I want free tickets. So, so what was your first first punk rock concert or any mm. any type of alternate? When did when did that come into play for you, Drea? I mean, blue. Don't get me wrong, blue. Blue oyster cult. That's like a really cool at the Dude, ostrich. That like that's really seven. cool. Um, By the way, have you seen those ostrich eggs? Those things are huge. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Have you ever rode an ostrich? I I have not. Have you? 
when I was little. It was the scariest <laughs> shit I've we ever been put through. seriously did not plan yeah. this. <laughs> yes. I was like, what were my parents thinking? They did the craziest shit to me. Mm-mm. I even growing up, I remember we had Thanksgiving and we always had our own turkeys and they had me hold the turkey's legs when they cut its head off and that thing dragged me all over the place. It was oh, still going. God. It doesn't just fall over and die. So now any bird, anything, I don't like it. And she definitely does not like birds. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. They're too big. I don't, I don't trust birds. <laughs> the birds. I don't trust them, and I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> they know that. They can sense it. Mm-hmm. Like, all oh, this shit, there she is. Yeah. <laughs> Dive on me every time I go to Casey Morse. I feel the wings touching my neck. It's disgusting. Since you're up there, they're up there. <laughs> I'm invading their space. <laughs> I see Fly you. Hashtag fuck fucking birds. Fuck birds. <laughs> We're all bad topics. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking oh, of birds. So birds were. Uh, so what was uh, that punk rock concert that you oh, went to? Uh, I don't know, dude. Honestly. Yeah. Maybe like a local show. Yeah. Or they had yeah. Edge Fest where you would just see like a group of them all yeah. together. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's something like that. I think I saw mm-hmm. Blink One Eighty Two and Jimmy Eat World at yes. the arena. Yes. And I was fifteen. And I was like, "Whoa, this is rad." Yeah. <laughs> where are my Jenkos? I was obsessed with Green Day when I was nice. younger. Yeah. So that was my next concert I saw. Um, and in the living end, I think the same year. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I think Green Day was my first big arena concert. Wow! So, I never saw Green Day, and of course, like yeah. many of like '90s kids, that's a really good gateway drug into punk rock. Well, I mean, there's other ones, but that's one of those right. bands. Yeah. Well, I, I when I moved here to the U.S., uh, which was 20 years this week, uh, mm-hmm. that was like the first different kind of music that I got into other than Mexican polka music um, <laughs> uh, so when I saw yes. pop punk that was like the thing that was going on in 2008 no wait when did I move here 98 oh, yeah like 98 started right. coming out yeah, yeah, yeah like, like late 90s yeah 98 so yeah. that okay. freaking mm-hmm. that opened my I, I got woke that makes <laughs> sense why Dookie is on your wall which yeah. by the yeah which, I was gonna say that's huge yeah tattooed which oh, tattooed shit. little known fact I have the Dookie mm-hmm. cassette tape and I remember being up at my parents' cabin in Heber, small town, and listening to it while they were away, and they were coming down the hill, and I was like, oh, shit, I gotta turn this on, I'm gonna get in trouble, I'm listening to fucking punk rock. <laughs> yeah. And I almost had a dookie. <laughs> oh, Angela. I love you. Oh, so, yeah. um, all right, since we, we touched a little bit on, like, the local scene and being in the punk scene... Um, you're married to Gino from Creetsville. Yes. And you're with uh, Matrick, <laughs> Mr. You're going to learn today. Mm-hmm. Swayze. <laughs> Matrick Swayze. <laughs> um, how, do, how do you guys deal with groupies or female fans who are a little too close? How do you guys deal with that? Do they get a lot of attention? Do they get no attention? Do you not give a fuck? What's um, it like? I'm on the not give a fuck range of that spectrum. Just because um, I'll, if they want pictures, I'll take pictures of you guys together. Like, all that doesn't bother me. Um, some people are just super drunk, too, and they're they're not aware of what they're doing. 
But if when they know who you are and they're still trying to step. Yeah. 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 Then it's like, okay, you're being crazy. But I've never had to get, like, crazy about anybody. I usually will just kind of let them know, like, hey, I know you're also drunk and you are not aware, but let's back it up a little bit. And usually other people will say something, too, so I don't really have to. Okay. So you've never had to, like, shank a bitch at a show. (laughs) I'm not in jail, so, yeah. (laughs) Could shank someone and still be here, girl. Oh, maybe, maybe. (laughs) That bitch would be good. Shank and run. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Trish? I say take him. (laughs) Take him? Yeah. If she wants him, you take him. Go ahead. He's all yours, lady. (laughs) You lucky devil. We had a long weekend together. <laughs> <laughs> Two back-to-back shows and a lot of driving. So, yeah. <laughs> Band wife is, is, is the best life, but it can be a hard life for sure. Yep. Good. Yeah. So how do you guys balance, you know, the going to the show thing and then staying healthy? And I mean, do you, do you get a lot of people come and asking you some questions? Is there a lot of, like, overlap? I mean, how, how do those two lifestyles mix? Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely there's some overlap. I mean, anytime you're out socializing, people are going to ask, you know, what you're doing, how's, how are things going, and all that kind of things. Um, it, it's very interesting being – I forgot where I was going. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do it People all the do time. ask at the bar, but you yeah. can't hear anybody, and you're like, what, what? You know, it's it's ridiculous. So it's always like we don't always have business cars on us or either because we're drinking, so we're not like, hey, come see us. <laughs> come here. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. this is super legit. Sure. Yeah, Let's we're so shots. healthy. To tell the right. story. Oh, she was Wait, like, Let's do shots. It. I was Which like, Which one? We were like, Which Let's do one? Shots. Which shots? Story. I don't remember yes. the story. Mm-hmm. You kept telling me you were like, let's do shots. And I was like, yes, let's do shots. And I thought you meant boo oh. shots. I didn't know you meant shots today here. Oh. So I was like, okay, Gabby says she wants to keep doing shots with me. I'm like, but it was so weird because she was just telling me she wasn't drinking and she just like liked white wine. But all of a sudden I was like, I, all right, let's do shots. I was like, I'm not going to turn her down. <laughs> She's like, she keeps doing them without I, me. I, I don't, don't know, even know. I didn't know about this story. That's awesome. Because <laughs> I kept telling her like, dude, let's do shots. And let's do shots. And she's like, yeah, okay. Okay, all right, and then I would like walk away, so I was and like, then come back later and be like, "Dude, so shots, shots!" <laughs> <laughs> like throughout the night, I'm like, "Do I gotta meet her at the bar? Like, what am I? Do I wait for her to say it there?" <laughs> Just to clarify, guys, they mean B12 shots. <laughs> yes. Oh, if she know. wanted to do shots, what kind of shot would any of you had partake in? It? I'm pretty wussy when it comes to that stuff. Like, I think a lemon drops my like, whoa, get crazy. It's that or just straight <laughs> tequila. tequila. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was like, or tequila. And then let's fuck it up with yeah. some tequila. Oh, yeah. Do we want to take this party to 11 or are we lingering at a 6? <laughs> I mean, tequila's no joke, though. See? Like, and it's vitamin T. I feel like I grew up with it, so my body's like, oh, this one, we're good, we're good. But, like, I can't do whiskey, I can't do Jaeger, like, any of those darker things. I'm out. That's a different kind of night. Interesting. Yeah. But back to your answer your question. Sorry. Yes, people do come up. But I think at that point, kind of social media saves us. And we're like, oh, just check out our page. Okay. Not only that, but you have to be respectful of someone's business time, too. So, you know, you can't just go up to someone and eat five minutes of their time. Like, well, what do I do for this? What do I do for that? And with HIPAA and everything, it's just not legal for us to talk about stuff like that. So refer and refer, refer. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I did have some questions about medicinal marijuana. What are your thoughts on it as naturopathic physicians? 
You have more experience. Yeah, well, there's definitely a time and place for anything in life. Um, uh, Botanical medicine is huge in our practice. Um, Medical marijuana has its place. Uh, I think there's people that benefit from it. I think there's also people that abuse it, as with any drug. Mm -hmm. Um, There's good and bad with everything. We don't uh, do medical marijuana certifications in our office, um, but there are lots of offices that do do it. Um, Do you want to do it? It's definitely something we've... Talked about? Yeah, we've talked about it, absolutely. And there's definitely, it's big business, and there's lots that can be done with that. I mean, it's definitely something we've talked about doing in the future, probably within the next coming year. So, yeah, very cool. But it's a you know a lot of legality, a lot of processing and things that we have to go through, and so we want to make sure we're crossing all the T's and dotting the I's and and make it legitimate and actually help people and make it beneficial for those people that really need it and can absolutely benefit from it. It's hugely important. Well, and I think that there's some people that feel that they really can benefit from it and without having a card or having someone to point them in the right direction they're getting different strands and they're thinking oh it's all natural but it can counteract the things that you're trying to use it Mm -hmm. to ail in the first place so Mm -hmm. it's that constant misconception yeah and it's also it's become such a big business that the strains and the per um the way that you use the strains has really changed. I mean, there's a whole separate training on how to prescribe it because if you're just doing the certifications alone, you're not prescribing. That's for the dispensary to do. So you are only saying that this person has this condition and they could benefit from this um, certification. And that's all it is versus when you go to the dispensary and they're like, oh yeah, try this new thing or do this, but they don't really have the training for the like the medical knowledge mm-hmm. to truly recommend something that may be truly beneficial. Okay. So yeah. there's a lot to mm-hmm. I mean, um, go in. Uh, kind of alongside that, you know, I've been using CBD oil, and I, I believe 100% that it's helped my A1C come down um, after Googling and researching and just seeing the benefits it does. Um, you know, there's that too. I don't know CBD what that means. What, is it, what, what does that mean? <laughs> really? I'm actually just asking for the listeners. Oh. They may not know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. All what's what's the proper medical explanation for CBD oil? So uh, the cannabis plant has two main uh, constituents, the CBD and the THC. The THC is the hallucinogenic point and the CB, er, uh, constituent, and the CBD is the like pain-relieving kind mm-hmm. of constituent. I know I've used some kind of like... Uh, there's different creams that I had a friend give to me that helped me so much with my cramps, my menstrual cycle, because I it's it's really really bad. And I was like, oh, this isn't really gonna do anything. Yeah, it does. So that was a really nice experience for sure. So, yeah, I feel you on that one, boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boo. Um. So going back to just uh, some other things that you guys treat. Um. There's certain things, you know, just to get on a personal note, you know, over the years I was diagnosed as a kid with ADHD, depression, anxiety, different things. Um, I've gone back and forth on whether or not it's a real thing for me or if it's something that was conditioned, especially in my younger years, I utilize a lot of prescription drugs. And I know you can't answer a lot of these questions just generally because each person's different, right? We're talking about each person's a picture, right? So, but... In general, how do you guys feel 
do you feel that these things are made, made up or do you think that people actually suffer from these things and then there's just a lot of alternatives that you can use than the mainstream medicines? Um, I'll just get really super basic with this. I think it's a perfect storm between having a toxic environment, so all the shitty food we're all eating, mm -hmm. the amount of sugar. I think I just read an article where kids today have eaten more sugar than people who are in their 90s because they wow. didn't have sugar back then like that, you know? And, I, like, again, so it's between – because you can't ever blame parents because parents, like, can't tell me how to raise my kid, but – they don't eat right. They probably don't sleep right now. We have devices that keep yeah. us up all night. Mm -hmm. So if we're not doing, we call it nature care, your basic things. If you're not eating, pooping, sleeping, moving, all those things, which none of us are doing. We're more sedentary than ever. We're not eating right. A lot of people aren't pooping. A lot of people don't get any sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, how are you supposed to cure yourself? I feel like that puts you in a heightened, more sensitive state because you're not even taking care of the basics. And so maybe people are more susceptible to things that you've mentioned. Oh, okay. So you, so you do feel that like there are some people that might be experiencing these chemical imbalances, that it's not made up things, or you think some people are like over-diagnosed, especially they always say, I guess it just depends on the person. Um, and that, again, that comes down as a naturopathic person. Yes, I feel like it's over-diagnosed, it's over-prescribed, and that's because medical and the pharmaceutical industry kind of are holding hands right now. Mm -hmm. So they're out to make money. And that's the other kind of inside joke that Dr. T and I had laugh about, but there's no money in wellness. So like there's a Chinese proverb where you wouldn't pay your physician unless you got better. Wow. So yeah. here we are. And it's a business to keep people sick. Wow. So yeah. That's real. That's yeah, real. I agree. There's lots of mm -hmm. conspiracy theories about that. Oh, that yeah. Don't get Gabby show. started. <laughs> oh, here we go. That would be another <laughs> show. <laughs> So have you guys ever coached your significant others on wellness, especially with their, I mean, I don't, I mean, everyone's lifestyle is different when they're a musician, but of mm -hmm. course there's those cliches out there with musicians, but you know, um, just what are some of the, the tips you've given them in the past? with the uh just the tips just the tips <laughs> basic tips <laughs> well, for uh, punk rockers yeah, yeah. right yeah. so our favorite saying is uh, more fresh less flesh and so we really try and incorporate more fresh food into um, our diet and really hold back on the meat as much as we can um not to say that we don't eat meat but it's sporadic and sparingly mm -hmm. versus being our main thing Good. Yeah, your household is good too. Yeah, I mean, Eric's been vegan, vegetarian for the last twenty plus years, so it was a very easy transition for me because I didn't, I didn't care for it either way. Um, so that was already happening. But as far as like tips for him over the fifteen some years we've been together, like he stopped smoking, he's working out more than ever. He's a very physically demanding job, and so I think overall, like when he, when I first met him, and he was like, "Oh, I'm a vegetarian," and I saw what he was eating, I was like, "No, you're a carboholic. I've never seen you eat one fruit or one." Vegetable vegetable you know what I mean but it's sure addictive, right? yeah it's yeah and it's like oh cool cheese and carbs I'm like yep you're like a five-year-old I only want cheese and carbs <laughs> it's like so it took a long time but he eats more healthier than he's ever eaten in his life um but I think he just didn't know how like even grocery shopping I was like he thought I was fondling cucumbers I'm like no how do you know if it's crisp you're just gonna pick one up and so then I had to like have a grocery tour with him one day and I had him pick out things and why did he pick it and then it took him to learn because me telling him wasn't working hmm. so that's always yeah, helpful that's that whole educating yeah. right mm -hmm. you're gonna learn mm -hmm. today yeah <laughs> you're gonna learn today the more you know 
So when are we gonna do shots, guys? Yeah, you guys want shots? Yeah. <laughs> Gabby right. won't stop. <laughs> so, right, so do we'll you what what are these B twelve shots for any of our listeners who have never received? Yeah, them? what are you putting in me? That's the main question. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we use a company. It's a custom pharmaceutical company that they make everything there. So yes, mm-hmm. it is a synthetic thing because unfortunately B twelve comes from a lot of animal products. Mm-hmm. So vegetarians and vegans primarily would be huge candidates for B12. People Mm -hmm. who have diabetes, um, people who have any type of gastritis, because your gut has this intrinsic factor that keeps you healthy, you know, continues that B12. So a lot of that can happen. Just again, we were talking about the toxic environment. So everybody, and that's the other hard part, B vitamins are water soluble. So you're gonna, if you take one orally or if you take a shot, you're like, oh my God, my urine's bright yellow. That's a very normal thing to experience. So that's always like a huge thing that people don't know about. Um, But again, it's not gonna stay in you forever. It is water soluble. It's there to last you maybe three to five days. At the longest five, the shortest three. Mm. Um, I feel like people think that it's like a shot of like five hour energy where it's just like, (laughs) I'm non-stoppable. But the problem is if you're deficient, you're breaking even. You're not making up for what you're already behind. So um, that's why we like the IM version. You surpass that whole gut because even if you did Mm -hmm. something orally, by the time you actually absorb it, it's less Mm -hmm. than half of what you actually took because a lot of it gets burnt out through your digestive system. And you poop and pee it out. So yeah. Um, so we prefer the IM version. The version we also use, like I said, we were using that custom pharmacy called Vertesis. Uh, we had to make sure that we had a company that didn't use a corn base when they make mm-hmm. the synthetic thing because a lot of people have corn allergies. Oh. So luckily we could find a, com- a pharmacy that was able to formulate it for us to use a tapioca base. Wow. So oh, that's, that's awesome. also important. Not because just for pudding. No, and there's tapioca <laughs> flour. It's amazing. I know. <laughs> Sorry, you gotta have a dad joke. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> any any side effects that people um, get or very usually? very rare. I mean, we're looking at minimal things like maybe redness around the area, um, maybe pain at the initial stick mm-hmm. because it, it is right. a needle. Let's not pretend it's not. Um, but side effects again, it's water soluble. It's not going to be in your system for very long. And I always mention the bright yellow urine because that's right. the first thing people will notice. So for sure. do, do you recommend people to keep doing the shots regularly or depends? Um, we do and we don't. Um, okay. We're huge advocates of blood work. And okay. so if you're that deficient, right. you're going to get some big bang for your buck. But if mm. you're already pretty good, you can right. do maintenance stuff. And of course, we're always happy to take money. We're not going to be <laughs> like, oh, you don't need that. But we have to be doctors right. and we have to say, you're over this amount. There's no way I could comfortably give you more. Right. 10 shots a week. That's too right. Much. That's right. a little too much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cool. All right, we're gonna break for some music. What what songs did you guys pick? Let's let's do one. Oh, let's go to Trisha's first. All right, uh, I picked "Under Pressure" by Queen and David Bowie. Yes, yes, yes Queen. <laughs> so we're gonna kick off into "Under Pressure" right here on the Sound Sister Studio by Queen and David Bowie. Pressure. 
Slashed and torn for you ladies so I am just gonna put myself out there I'm Drea and Gabby are doing wonderful with their um, health journey I know Drea how long are you into this new lifestyle due to like being diagnosed with diabetes uh, I know that you've made a big change how long has it been for you I think I got diagnosed July 9th or something like that okay. but I stopped drinking on July 1st right yeah. okay and then uh, Gabby Gabby down there I know this is, um, health journey has been something you've been mm -hmm. on a road to off and on for a while, but mm -hmm. when do you say that you seriously focused on it? Seriously, probably this year. This year. But I've been okay. doing, like, for many years cardio and stuff, but recently, okay. maybe the last three months, okay, I really got into it, changed my diet, and just hitting weights. Right. So, so for me, I don't do anything that they do at all. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm that person that, you know, I like to uh, weekend warrior, have some drinks, you know, I like to eat whatever I want to eat, um, but I definitely notice my energy levels are not where they should be. I've also, and to be quite honest, when we did our photo shoot, I saw a picture of myself that I didn't really like, and I was like, I really, really want to make some sort of lifestyle change, specifically like with weight loss, 
And I noticed that on your website, I know that this is something that, of course, we need to have a consultation and speak in depth about, which you shared on our break that you ladies average, what, first patient? Like, how long is that? Our initial visit is one to two hours. Right. And so, then all the follow-ups are 45 minutes. I mean, imagine that. Normal doctors, like, you're speed talking. Yeah. Trying to get in what you need to just for them to see you on their first. Ah, but visit. now we're the normal doctors. Ah, and they're the strange ones. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. Reworking that, reworking that <laughs> it's, vocabulary. It's just verbiage. It's just verbiage. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. No. I'm trying really hard to switch no. my, my verbiage from saying girls to females. It's just oh, yeah. all about oh, yeah. changing that, yeah. that language. So I get that. So for me, I know that it's. Eating's kind of like tied into emotional thing. It's almost like addictive, that sort of um, thing. And it's something I'm looking to move forward with. However, I've heard of some people when they start like cold turkey, like, okay, now I'm going to be healthy, that sometimes that can be detrimental, you know, because they make such a quick change. I mean, is that is that something that you guys have seen? Or it, again, it's, I guess it varies for each circumstance. Yeah. Um. And that's part of it too. You have to be balanced, not perfect. So trying to erase all however long it took someone to be unhealthy in a shorter amount of time is very unrealistic. So I love when people have goals, absolutely always have goals, but if it took you 30 years to get diabetes or however long, how quickly do you want to reverse that? How committed are you to doing it? We don't want someone to stop everything they're doing, but it's hard to expect change without change, first of all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, um, that commitment level is huge. And the other thing is the verbiage, the talking. If you don't like the word exercise, say movement. Maybe you'll get more of that. You know what I mean? Often getting people's weight and things like that, they're like, oh, you're just going to tell me bad news. And like, maybe the thought of it is weighing you down more than the weight of it. You know what I mean? Like that negative talk, like I'm not trying to reach to the core here to people, but stop wearing that negative. Seriously. You know, yeah. let it go and things will happen. It's turning your mind frame around. Of why is everybody working out and I'm not? I don't want you to do that if that's not what you're going to do. I want you to give yourself five minutes of alone time. You don't even have to get movement. But allow yourself to heal and be patient with the process. That's the other part of it too. I love people who can do that. Right now I'm doing it. But I want people to enjoy it. Because other people who get gun ho burn out very quickly. And you're going to get there whenever you want. I'm switching doctors. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I'm telling you guys, you yeah. got to go to them. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. I'm legit crying right now. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to make you cry. Way, no, in the best way possible. No. no. Thanks, dude. That's amazing. Thank yes. you. Yes. No, this is your path. It's not theirs. It's yeah. different. And you take your time with it. It's not a race. Thank you. Yes. Well, that yes. was about transparent as I want to get for this episode. <laughs> First oh. cry of the show. All right. Yes. With the doctors. Yeah. All right. Let's oh. Let's... Let's talk about our next music break <laughs> on that note. <laughs> well, this is going to be perfect then. I have the best song ever. Um, I was thinking about it, and this always, always, I'm, people make fun of me because they're like, what do you want to listen to? And I'm like, upbeat. So never ask me what I want to listen to because I'm just going to give you the genre upbeat, and I always try to figure out what people are like more than what I want them to know what I'm like. So this is a real treat. But super grass. All right. Because you're going to be all right.
and we're back. Welcome back, guys. If you're still listening, um, let's talk a little bit about the band stuff again. I don't know. I just want to go back into the music stuff. Um, so with our band, there's you know, a little bit of drama once in a while. Band drama. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've never been in a band with guys really, so I don't know how that fluctuates is it do you think it's similar to girl bands do you think there's more drama do you think there's less i feel like our band our pro, our issue is we need to communicate more yeah women <laughs> no we need to talk more we need to but talk, talk it out bro um oh no i'm always a fan of over communication but that's the thing with men there's no mm. communication mm. and so aggressive big time okay. they're all oh, mad yeah. and nobody <laughs> verbalizes it nobody's talking to somebody it's yeah. weird vibes you can cut the air but nobody's saying why anybody's mad okay so that's yeah. weird yeah. um <laughs> so in that aspect at least girls are a little bit ahead up with being like hey dude by the way being something's bitch. dumb yeah. yeah why are you actually so messed up towards me yeah someone's bound to be said yeah. Okay. All right, so I have a question for you guys. Um, you know, you guys were talking about how you guys are all natural and other kinds of medicine. How do you feel about the, I guess, the insurance people not taking you seriously? Because I saw on your website that, like, certain things, certain insurances don't take and go. So I wanted to see what your take on that was. Yeah. Um, m- Unfortunately, being a naturopathic uh, physician, most insurances don't cover what we do. They allot seven minutes for their doctor to spend with each patient. So seven minutes is the amount of time that they have to figure out what's going on with you and write you a script. And so unfortunately, we don't fit in their model. And so Mm -hmm. they don't know, they're not able to cover the things that we do. Um, there's also, as, as um, Dr. Starr said, that there's no money in wellness. You know, if you get your right. patients better, how is the insurance ever going to make any money? Right. And so it's a little bit of a broken system. But uh, on the plus side, there are they are expanding into more alternative mm-hmm. treatments, allowing um, acupuncture and physical mm-hmm. manipulation, chiropractic, and things to mm-hmm. be seen and covered under their plans. Okay. So we give a super bill in our office mm-hmm. that has the codes that the insurance needs to say what we did and how it can be covered and then that way you can submit that bill and hopefully be reimbursed beat the system yeah exactly (laughs) and still see someone you want to see versus someone that they allocate that you need to see awesome awesome yeah and the other part of it too is taking matters into your own hand is um we always recommend if people do want to go that natural route Mm -hmm. um take your insurance in your own hands get a flex spending account get an hsa because all of that still pays for us Okay. And you don't have to always take that sep- second step and go through insurance. But mm-hmm. if you have that money set aside already, they'll allow you to right. spend it on whatever you want. And that's okay. up to you. So that's another idea, too. Cool. And again, plans, providers, all super different. So we just kind of leave that up to your personal discretion. Awesome. Any final thoughts for our listeners out there? How do they get a hold of you? How does one make an appointment? Oh, yeah. Yes, there is booking online now at... <laughs> Uh, everybody'sprimarycare.com Yes. Mm-hmm. And we also have a Facebook, so don't forget to check that out. We have Instagram, Twitter. I mean, we do that whole social media hype, so definitely check us out. Um, Instagram and Twitter, I believe, is um, at E underscore P underscore C underscore LLC. So, <laughs> whew, it's a mouthful, <laughs> just like our name is. <laughs> 
Uh, I saw you guys were going to be out at a muscle building competition. Yeah. Want to plug that? Yeah. What's yeah. going on with that? Okay. Um, a Classic Labor Day is coming up. It's their first annual bodybuilding, body sculpting kind of, um, I guess, show, body show, kind of like yeah. a car show. It's a body show. <laughs> um, but we actually got involved because we met this wonderful gentleman who um, is a huge advocate for getting prostate cancer awareness out there. Um, we met him at a Harley Davidson uh we were doing, yeah, we're doing, they have the ride, you know, they have the ride here every year. And so we were at Harley Davidson doing blood draws for uh, PSAs, which is a prostate antigen. Um, and so we landed up hooking up with him and he's like, you know, he's super into fitness and working out. And he was wondering if we could do that to the event that he's at. Cause he's all about men don't want to talk about prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. Then want to talk about doctors period. I mean, nobody does. We just talked about that. Um, but men particularly and definitely when it comes to their private parts. <laughs> they don't want to get anything checked. And so it's nice to be able to give them a blood draw. Because as soon as you say prostate exam, everybody thinks you're going straight for the... <laughs> and so... Um, Hey-o. Yep. Hey-o. <laughs> River. And so... <laughs> um, it's nice to just do it real quick for them and do a blood draw. And they can get mm -hmm. results. And then maybe even if they don't want to come and talk to us about it, it's an initiation for them to start, start talking to their doctor. Um, so we're doing blood draws there. And we're also doing testosterone checks because... That could be in abundance there. We don't know. But the other thing, too, is um, we were able to do our vitamin nutrients. So just like you lovely ladies got today, mm -hmm. we'll also provide that as well. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, guys, check them out online. Check their Instagram. Follow them. Like them. Love them. Um, it was awesome having you guys it was here. Great. Ah, thank you thank so you much. Yes, thank, thank you, you so much. much. Will you guys come back? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anytime. Okay, cool. Sweet. Yeah. More shots. We're the Sound Sisters here. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, follow us, heart us. And on that note, I want to end this show here with uh, the Motley Crew, Dr. Feel Good. Bye. Bye. Bye.